Because you are God. You are God from everlasting to everlasting. We appreciate and we thank you. We bless and we exalt your name. We reverence you and we bow down. For what are we, O God, the dust? And we are privileged and honored, O God, that you decided in your mercy and in your sovereignty to breathe life into dust. To send your spirit into us as dust. To speak to us even as dust. Glory be unto your holy name, mighty Father. We appreciate you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, mighty God. Even, O oh Lord, as we wrap up the family weekend, Father, speak to our hearts. Help us as families to survive in these tough times. Bless us, O oh God, with your presence at our altars. And, Lord, uproot poverty from each of our homes and our lives in the name of Jesus. Thank you, mighty Father. Empower your word, my God and my King. And let all of us receive a word in season today. And let your name alone be exalted and glorified. Thank you, living Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Praise the Lord. I didn't hear an amen to that. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Please be seated. Amen. Today our topic is sustaining Christian family in times like this. Sustaining a Christian family times like this. Amen. Our text is taken from Genesis chapter 18, verse number 19. As we know, in the Redeemed Christian Church of God, we have seasons, weekends, when we normally, from Thursday to Sunday, deal with a particular theme or topic that is 
germane, relevant, important, critical by the guidance of the Holy Spirit for our continued race to heaven. I pray that your family will make it to heaven in Jesus' name. Praise God. In Genesis 18, 19, God said this concerning Abraham. For I know him, that he will command his children and his household after him, and they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment, that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he had spoken of him. I want you to just take a quick prayer. Say, Father, in my family, guide us to obey you so that your destiny for us will come to pass. Father, in my family, guide us, help us, direct us to obey you so that as Abraham obeyed you and fulfilled destiny, we too will obey you and fulfill destiny in Jesus' name. Thank you, living God. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. The times we live in, beloved, are challenging. They are tough. They are difficult for families. But there are so many forces working together in concert to destroy Christian families. The father will be attacked. The mother will be attacked. Temptations everywhere. Attacks within the family. Attacks out of the family. The children will be targets. And this is because the devil knows that the foundation, the unit, the basic unit of every church is a family. So it's attacking families. But today God will give us understanding by his word. So that as we pray, as we learn, as we have understanding, as we obey, our families will begin to rise up to the level God has proposed in Jesus' name. And every family will begin to have an idea of the sort of values and principles that God established in a family. So that one after the other will become models of how families should be. And all other families around us will begin to look at our families and be encouraged to serve God in Jesus' name. I pray for you. You will not get to heaven alone without your children. I pray for you. You will not go to heaven without your wife. I pray for you. You will not enter heaven without your husband. I pray for every one of us that our families will make it in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, what are the fundamentals for sustaining a Christian family? Number one, you must know God. You must have clear knowledge of God. Who is God? What has he said to be done in families? See, part of the concerns I have concerning Christianity these days, the way we do it, is that many people do not even know what God asked them to come and do on earth. It's like a visitor who went into someone's house and he had no idea what he was doing in that person's house. If you are like that, God will help you in Jesus' name. But it gets more tragic, it gets more difficult when it's a family. And you are in a family and you have no idea what that family is sent by God to come and do in your neighborhood, in your village, where you live, in your town. You have no concept whatsoever, no understanding. What is the purpose of your family? A family is not just to have children, have a father, have a mother, and then you say, I have a family. This is the name of my family. No! God has a bigger purpose, a bigger aim for us. Our lives are built on purpose of God. Praise the Lord. I pray for someone. Every ignorance, which is an aspect of darkness, that has been sent against your family, that you don't be living without a purpose, living without direction, living without clear goals or where you are going. God today will remove by his light in the name of Jesus Christ. Colossians 1 verse 9 said, For this cause, Colossians 1 9, we also, since the day we heard it, 
do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. I pray for every family here. God of heaven and power and knowledge and all wisdom will release wisdom unto your family in Jesus' name. You will walk in spiritual understanding in the name of Jesus. As a family, you need to know why you are here on this earth. You must understand God's original intentions for you. Many think I just happened to be in Lagos. No, you could have been in Kapanchan. No, you could have been in Goma. You could have been in somewhere in the far side of River State. You could be anywhere else. Indeed, you could have been in Antarctica. The God has a purpose. He has a reason. God never does anything without a reason and a purpose. Tell you to bow your heads and say, Father, let the purpose for my family manifest in the name of Jesus. Let it manifest. If you are not married, pray that prayer because you will be married one day in the name of Jesus. Let it manifest. Your original intention for my family, God, let it manifest in the name of Jesus. Thank you, living God. Blessed be your name forever and ever. In Jesus' excellent name, we have prayed. I cannot hear your amen. Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. Let's go on. What's God's purpose for your family? Number one. A Christian family is a place where God's principles and standards for raising children are taught. His principles and standards are taught. That is, you as a father and a mother, you are meant to teach your children God's principles and standards. What are his principles? Directions for living. Standards. Things you must do and must not do. Praise the Lord. For instance, you must teach your children how to pray. I've seen situations where pastors have prayed for a woman. Nothing happened. The children, by the direction of the Holy Spirit, laid hands and prayed for her. And a miracle took place. Your children, do not underestimate them. The power of the Lord is in them if you have taken them into the Lord. Train them to honor elders. Train them to be obedient. Train them to fear God. Those are what families are meant to do. Number two, families are meant to be God's standard for correcting the evils of the society. People should look at your family and take correction. They should know that corruption will damage the family. Moral degeneracy, sexual relations before marriage will do harm to generations. They should understand that stealing is evil in the sight of the Lord. They should know that those that not honor their parents, God will deal with their destinies. They should know that that is part of what they are meant to teach them as parents. Praise the Lord. Thirdly, what's the purpose of God for families? Families that are Christian are an extension of heaven on earth. Love, forgiveness, unity should be so apparent to your family that people will envy you. The love in your family. You forgive your husband. Or both of you will be living like strangers in the house for three, four, five days because of a little matter concerning finances or because he did not show enough love, or it was your birthday, he forgot, or an anniversary, didn't take you out for a romantic evening alone. Is there unity in your family? Do you and your husband pray together, and nobody comes between you? Or when there's a problem between you and your husband, your mother will hear, your sister will know about it. The day you settle, they will not forgive your husband, they will not forget. Be wise, oh woman, man, you are different from a woman. Be wise. When a woman thinks with her heart, you should think with your head. 
Don't get emotional and carried away and let anger rule your life in foolishness. Those are the three purposes of God for every family. You get that right. You will have a glorious family in the name of Jesus Christ. How do you do it? How do you build up these three purposes in your family? Number one, make the Holy Spirit a senior counselor in your home. Make who? The Holy Spirit. A what? Senior counselor in your home. Let me ask you. Don't be embarrassed. I need to ask you. Do you know the Holy Spirit? Oh, I speak in tongues. That is not enough. Do you know him? Because you don't know him, what you don't know, how will you give to your children? Make him a senior counselor. If you know him, do you obey him? There's absolutely no reason, no purpose, having a counselor who God has placed in your heart to direct and lead you and guide you from the dangers of these terrible times. I don't obey him. I pray for you. The presence of the Holy Spirit in you will work to your benefit and destiny in Jesus' name. I pray that you will not be an example of rebellion and disobedience to the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Listen to me, mothers and fathers. Your children are watching you. They're taking a video of your life every day. And some of them will never forget what they see you do with the Holy Spirit and in the family altar. God will guide you. He will give you understanding. He will open you to revelation in the name of Jesus Christ. Make the Holy Spirit your counselor. Let him help you. Proverbs 11.14 says, Where no counsel is, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. You will be safe. I said you will be safe. Your family will be safe. No matter the dangers of these days, God will deliver you from danger. In the name of Jesus. Second method. Have a high regard for the word of God. So focus on the word of God that your children will know when it is time to read the word. There is no room for play. There is no room for any mischief. You must honor God by honoring his word at family altar. If I ask how many of us maintain a family altar, I will be embarrassed. So I won't ask you. So you are not embarrassed too. Praise the Lord. Hey, my, my husband does not wake up in time. When I wake him, he turns the other side and sleeps on. Then you start with the children and pray for him that God will help him to join you. That is how families grow. Oh, my wife is so busy that in the night she's so tired. We cannot even have the family altar. In the morning we do. In the night, sometimes, a lot of times it's difficult. Then husband, help her. You are family. You are one in God. Hello, church. Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. Joshua 1, 8 says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. I preached on this several times. If the word of God is not in you, you will struggle through life. If you don't have the word in your mouth to speak out against the evil circumstances of every day you encounter, those evil circumstances will tie you up and put you into trouble. I pray for you. The word of God will deliver you from today in Jesus' name. Many of us play with the word. You don't read the Bible. It's your power. That's your manual of life. The one that created you gave you a power by the Bible, his manual to survive and excel and be prospered and be great upon the face of the earth. When the one that made an engine gave you the manual, 
and you don't read it, you damage the engine. Many of us are damaging our destinies because we're not reading our Bible. Come to church on Sundays. Tuesdays, we don't see you. Thursdays, we don't see you. Beaches, we don't see you. So you have become Sunday Christians in a world that you are running seven days non-stop and you only have one day, even then, three hours at best for God and his word. Bow your heads and tell the Lord, Father, in the name of Jesus, have mercy upon me. Help me to stop ignoring my manual of life in Jesus' name. Please pray, please pray, please pray. Pray for the sake of your children. God, they're looking unto you to make a difference. Oh Lord, forgive me. Forgive every one of us here who's a parent for ignoring your word, for not treating your word with the respect, for not engaging you through your word, for not obeying your word for not imbibing, learning, meditating on your word, so we can teach our children and bring them right. Bring them up in your way. Father, forgive us in the name of Jesus. Let your word become sacrosanct, important, inevitable in everything we do every day in the name of Jesus. Thank you, living God. In Jesus' name we pray. I didn't hear your amen again. When your children know the word of God, stand by the word of God, listen to me, parents. No peer, no friend will mislead them. I do not boast by God's mercies. Our relationship with our children who are brought is by reason of the family altars we are building. We had a timetable then. They knew. My son knew his day to preach. My daughter knew her day to preach. And we hold them to preparing and preaching on that altar. Several times when temptations come through peers and all manner of avenues, it is the word that was established by God's mercy in their lives, by God himself, that sustained them to oppose, to resist, and to stand. Not us. They are thousands of miles away. If you call and they don't pick, what will you do? One day, for some of you, your children will go abroad in Jesus' name. All they have is the word of God and the Holy Spirit. Teach them well, teach them right now. For a time will come, they'll be taller than you, stronger than you. You cannot smack them, you cannot spank them. What will you do in that time? The Lord will help us as families in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Children must know and be trained according to the world standard, not the world standard. Listen to me. The world standard will keep you in Christ, sustain you through dangers and attacks. The world standard will drown you. You will not be drowned in Jesus' name. Many of us are allowing because we don't know the word to be subsumed by the world standard. There are no other standard. You either know the word of God and it provides a shield for your heart and your mind or the world will endure you and will barrage you through TV and CNN and all manner of ways. And then you find yourself slowly forgetting the Bible and listening to current news. Then the person is in trouble. Any of us in that trouble right now, God will deliver you in the name of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Let your children see you, mommy and daddy, as living epistles of love, spiritual vibrancy, dynamic Christianity, kindness, and holiness. Let them see you praising God. Let them see you worshiping God. Let them see you having a Christian life that they will be proud to say, yes, my parents know God. If I want to check your Christian altar standard, I will go to your children and interview them one by one. They'll tell me what they're doing now. Your children will tell me. 
Pastor, my mother does not pray at night. Oh yeah, what does she do? Don't tell me. Praise the Lord. Number three method. Maintain your spiritual alertness, please. Maintain your what? Spiritual alertness. Praise the Lord. First Peter 5 verse 8. I have to round up now. I'm just so concerned by what is going on in the church. And the Lord knows that every one of us we are running close by his mercy. We are still here. First Peter 5 it says, be sober. Be vigilant because the adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Believe me, he's devouring so many Christian families and homes. I know yours will not be one of them anymore. Bow your heads and pray a prayer with me. Father, shield my home, my family, by Holy Ghost by we shall not be a victim of the enemy's antics in Jesus' name. He will not devour anyone in my family. He will not devour anyone in my home in the name of Jesus. Shield us by your fire, O oh God. Are you praying? Are you praying? You need to maintain your alertness and sensitivity in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit must find expression in your home. Then he can protect you. Then he can shield you. Don't forget what the Bible says in John 10, 10. In Jesus' name we have prayed. He says, for the devil cometh and to do what? To steal. To what? To kill. And to what? To destroy. You think it's just the word of God. Look around you. It's happening. Not to pagan families. Christian families. Christian families are losing their fathers. Losing their mothers. Suddenly, without notice. We are in war. God will equip you in Jesus' name. He will help you in the name of Jesus. Number four method. Rebuild your family altar. Please let me tell your neighbor, look behind you. Look by your left hand side. Tell that neighbor, in the name of Jesus, rebuild your family altar. A family that prays together, stays together, loves together is absolutely... If you have a vibrant family altar, the devil finds it hard to come between husband and wife or between son and father or between daughter and mother. I'm seeing it happening. A daughter will be in contention with her mother. They will not speak for weeks. They will not agree on anything. They will not pray together. If they pray together, it's empty prayer. They're not divided. They're not united. They're having issues between them and they're not sharing. We've seen terrible situations where a father will confess, I cannot reach my son. He's a different person. I do not understand him anymore. Have a prayer altar. Don't be nonchalant towards prayer in your family. If you can afford it, your children cannot afford it. And you cannot survive the attacks of the enemy with a prayer. Please pray. Jesus said in Luke 18 verse 1, I would that men always to pray and faint not. Don't faint. Don't be weary. Don't be tired. Don't so walk looking for money. You have no time to pray. You don't pray. The enemy will wipe away all your fortunes. I've seen families that millions have been wiped away overnight by the devil. Let me conclude. Nothing is more important to God. Please quote me. Like a family that is growing into and by his expectation and through his destiny. Nothing. Nothing. That's why every living church pays so much attention and spends so much resources on marriages. Because that, the bedrock of putting together the building block of every church, families. Without families, there's no church. That's the truth. God will help us.
God will help us. He will align family units to the church and to the goal of God in Jesus' name. The divine purpose of the Lord of hosts, that families will produce children that will be arrows in his hands, will not be aborted in the name of Jesus. Please rise to your feet. Commit your family to God. I don't know what's happening in your family. Because even in my family, I have issues. So I want you to talk to God and say, Father, help my family. The Abraham family, help us, Lord. Help us, O God. Help us, Father. To meet your expectations. To fulfill your purpose, help us. Help us. We have done many things wrong. But Lord, by your mercy, we did some things right. But there are still issues. Help us to correct every issue in the name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, you are family. And you are a wonderful son to your parents. Help each of us to be wonderful sons and daughters to our parents. Help us to be wonderful parents to our own children in the name of Jesus. Let us live by the standard of your word. We refuse anymore to conform or live by the standards of the world in the name of Jesus. Help us. Lord, we cannot do this on our own. We need you. Help us. Help us. Help us. Thank you, mighty Father. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Now let's go to a difficult prayer point. There's one more after this. Lift up the issues in your family before God. Lift them up. You know them. Tell God about them. Husband and wife, are you speaking? Are you united? If that's an issue, lift it up before God now. Daughter and son. Daughter and son. Are you speaking? Are you in good terms with your father or your mother? Parents, are you in good terms with your own father or your mother? Or there's an issue that for years has not been settled. We are still praying to God. Settle it. Ask God to help you. Please pray. Please pray. Ask God to help you. Please ask him. Ask him now. Are there challenges with finances? All of us are going through them. Tell God to bail you out, to make a way. Ask him to make a way. Thank you, my God. Blessed be your name forever. We are calling upon you to help us. Lord, please intervene in our families. Don't let us get to heaven and see the damage we have done to the destinies of the children you have told us to oversee, to act as guardians, and then you hold us to account for carelessness as parents. Let none of us, by your mercy, be guilty of this, O God, in Jesus' name. Intervene our families, O Lord. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. Please open your Bibles to Ephesians 1, 17 to 18. Everybody, please. We're ending here now. Open your Bibles to Ephesians 1, 17 to 18. We need to agree on certain things. Ephesians 1, 17 to 18. I want you to read, and then I will make a declaration over what you have read. Are we ready to go? Are we, are we, do we all have Bibles? If you don't have a Bible, wave your hand to the ushers. Ushers, please. Check. Those who don't have Bibles. Ushers, check those who don't have Bibles. I see one or two people without Bibles. My time is up. Let's hurry. Ephesians 1, 17 to 18. Whatever version you are having, just read. Are you set? Want to go? That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Amen. Let's pause there. Father, I lift up every one of us unto you, that by the Holy Spirit, 
you release wisdom to us, revelation to us, in the knowledge of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, every knowledge that is counter to what we are asking, Lord, exit it in the name of Jesus. Let the knowledge of Christ Jesus subsume and swallow up every other knowledge of the world. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for hearing. We know you will answer. In Jesus' name we pray. Now, verse number 18. We'll take it phrase by phrase. Are you ready? Want to go? The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Lord, I pray that everyone who has been blinded by satanic arrows, not to understand purpose, not to know why they are here, not to have any idea whatsoever what they are doing, confused and misled by different things and arrows and avenues of temptation in this world. Father, open their eyes of understanding in the name of Jesus. Let them be enlightened spiritually in the name of Jesus. Let them be enlightened physically in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, everything that has been used as a veil to cover their understanding by your fire, bound them away in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, living God. Let's go to the second phrase. That ye may know what is the hope of his calling. Father, I pray for your children in Jesus' name. Everyone who is blank, ignorant, does not even know what he's doing on earth. Lord, I pray, let that darkness terminate today in Jesus' name. Let there be your light to show them the hope of your calling in the name of Jesus. Let them know what you have sent them on earth to do in the name of Jesus. Let them have understanding, O oh God, of what the assignment is in Jesus' name. Father, I ask, Lord of heaven and earth, in your mercy, show them their gifts so that they will not be condemned because they did not use their gifts for you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, excellent Father. Jesus' name we pray. And the final one, want to go. And what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. What are the rewards of serving God? What is the glory you will partake of? That is what God is talking about. Father, everyone who is swathed and misled, who has been led astray by the enemy, diverted into wrong roots, I pray you will show them the rewards. You will show them the riches. You will show them the glory ahead. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, mighty Father. Blessed be your name. Help our families to stand. In this church, no family will disintegrate. No family will fall apart. Will not lose any father or mother. In the name of Jesus. No child in this area will become an orphan. I declare by your power, loving God. In Jesus' name we pray.